This is Sunday Morning Magazine with your host, Rodney Lear. And welcome back. Remember, you can listen to the show anytime you like. All you have to do is go to your favorite podcast app and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. You can go to Podcast One if you'd like. For more information on the show, you can also go to our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Head there now, like us there now, and join the conversation there as well. In the studio with me now is Sergeant Eric Franz. He is with the Cincinnati Police Department. We're also joined by Carol Smith. She is the president of the Roseland Community Council. They're here this morning to talk about National Night Out. The event is coming up this Tuesday, August 7th. They'll tell us more in a second. It's our pleasure to welcome you both to Sunday Morning Magazine. Good morning, Rodney. Hello. All right. So before we get into the event, let's start with Sergeant France. Tell us about what's going on currently with the Cincinnati Police Department. How are things? Yeah, we're just trying to make our way through the summertime. It's It's been a good year for us when you look at what's going on crime statistic-wise. Um, downtown's recorded one of the safest years in history. Uh, we're using ShotSpotter up in Avondale and uh, making some really good arrests and apprehensions uh, using that. Uh, it's driven down the number of shootings in Avondale significantly. So th- this has been a really positive year for us. We're seeing a lot of positive things happening. Okay, good. So about a year ago, we had the chief of police on, on the show, and he talked about um, shot spotter and so it's doing great for you guys absolutely it's, good and he also talked about the body cams because those were going to be initiated um pretty soon so and there and you have one right on I'm right wearing now. mine right now. everything's cool in here though yeah, so, it is. Yeah, all right. so um how is that program going it's it's great uh it's provided a lot more evidence for uh for us to be able to go into court and and, and get convictions it's a, a very positive piece of equipment like a lot of technology we're seeing nowadays, it's making policing a little bit harder on the technology end, but uh, the effects on the street and, and the solving of crimes, it, it's really benefiting our officers. Now, one of the things that you guys are going to introduce very soon is the new app. Tell me about that. What does that include and what will that look like for, you know, for citizens? Here in the next couple of weeks, you're going to see apps roll out for both uh, iPhones and the Android phone platform. Uh, it's something you'll be able to send anonymous tips uh, perhaps you see somebody committing a crime, you can take a photograph and, and send it to us. It doesn't uh, eliminate the, the, the need to call 911 for real-time situations. It's just in the past, people have been able to see things and, and take pictures. It's going to enable them to get it to us. Uh, additionally, if, if we have unsolved crimes, you get an alert on your phone, there's an unsolved crime in your neighborhood. You might know something and send us a pertinent piece of information back that will help us solve the crime. And the last part of that is neighbors are going to be able to look at their phone and see what their crime statistics are in their neighborhood. Almost real time, you'll know that there was a burglary around the corner from you or you're living in a neighborhood where there aren't very many problems. So it's it's another tool that the, the informed citizen can use to help make their neighborhood safer. For instance, if you see a rash of cars being broken into in your neighborhood, you know you darn well better get everything out of your car. You should do that all the time. But just something that these are tools that we're going to provide to the citizens to help us make their neighborhood safer. And that's the end goal with everything we do. Okay. And you talked about taking pictures. You'll be able to actually send pictures. Citizens will through this app. Is that right? That's correct. You're living in a neighborhood and you see the same guy on the street corner every day and he's selling stuff he shouldn't be. You're able to, to tell us exactly where it is, send us his picture and send us the times he's there or she's there. And uh, we can follow up and see, uh, whether they're selling candy or they're selling something worse. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good, good. So let's talk about this as well. You know, there's this this epidemic, this heroin epidemic. What are you guys seeing out there on the street? Are we seeing things getting better, worse? What are you seeing? 
it's the new norm, unfortunately. Uh, mm-hmm. We uh, it hit us. It, I remember my first overdose it was about four and a half years ago that that we dealt with, and it is just it's not stopping. So we're 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 hoping that uh, people on a higher level can help us. Uh, we as a department are working strong towards identifying the, the street level and the upper level dealers to to see if we can put them in jail, but. We really need the community's involvement here to help us identify not only who's using it, but who's selling it and, and say, we've had enough. We're not going to tolerate it. Get out of our neighborhoods. Um, so what kind of community feedback you talked about? People see things. They don't report them. Let's talk about the importance of community involvement. Well, and, and the classic example is we've got National Night Out coming up this week. That's really important. It builds a community base. But that, that theory that if you see something, say something, don't just ignore it. Don't just tolerate it. It's your neighborhood. It's your family. You don't want somebody selling drugs or using drugs in your neighborhood. You don't want somebody standing on the street corner committing a prost- an act of prostitution or anything like that. So people need to stand up and say, it's our neighborhood. We're going to take it back. Uh, we're going to work with the police department. We're not asking for vigilanteism. We're asking for people to work with us, and we will solve the problems together. It, it doesn't it's not going to happen overnight. It never does. But if you would just if people would just talk with us, engage their neighborhood officers, engage their beat officers, we will work to, to make your neighborhoods better. That's the sole goal of the police department, to make our neighborhoods safe places for all of us. OK, I want to bring Carol in on this conversation because I'm sure you see a lot of things in Roseline. You're with the community council there. You're the president there. Um, what are you seeing for, on a crime level? Um, what are you guys seeing and what are you working towards? What What are some of your biggest issues that you see crime-wise? Just what was spoken to. We, uh, uh, we see the prostitution and we're sending in pictures. Uh, we see the drug dealers. Uh, we have a couple of real pockets of, of heavy crime and prostitution uh, in our neighborhood. But we have been working with District 4 and Sergeant George to and Officer Edwards to begin to address some of the issues that we have in Roseland. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. And so are you starting to see things get better, or are you seeing more people get involved? I'm seeing more people beginning to get involved. Uh, we went through with uh, Sergeant George back in the spring uh, creating some block watches. So we got some uh, block watches started in the neighborhood to begin to uh, report the crime. Uh, in the neighborhood. We want to increase the number of block watches uh, in the neighborhood, but they're also dealing with um, landlords who uh, do not screen their residents and are are letting uh, incidents happen on their property. Uh, So there's an all-out effort to begin to address the drug and prostitution in Roseland. So we know that there's this, in a lot of communities, there's this no-snitch mentality. Mm-hmm. How do you then get citizens to work with you on, you know, on a grassroots level to work with you guys and the community at large? How do you get them involved? That's, we get some people involved. It's, we need more people involved. Let me put it that way. Uh, it's not enough. We've got to have more people reporting. And if they see something, say something. Uh, but we've identified some streets where pockets of crime are to uh, work with the residents on those particular areas to begin to uh, report things in when they see something going on and send pictures with it as well. What we're finding out is that a lot of the prostitutes, those of us are taking it, we're taking it basically of the same few people. But it also includes the courts because the police often do their job 
but then the courts release them for for bond or whatever. And I know that's a constitutional right, but the fact still remains that they come right back. <laughs> okay. And then the, the, the other part of that is, you know, you have these people, you know, prostitution and drugs, but a lot of those people don't even live in your community. Correct. So they're using your community in essence. Yes, yes, that that is true. Uh, there there seems to be an influx of, of that type of Perpetrate. behavior yeah, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. behavior in the community. Uh, we had at one point a couple of old motels turned to single room occupancy. And when you have transitional type housing, you get that kind of behavior. Mm-hmm. The uh, motels have since closed down. However, the behavior started and it's still there because they've sought out other places to hide. All right. You know, exactly what she's talking about when we have neighborhoods like hers that, that set up programs like Court Watch. Neighborhood Watch is huge. Uh, that that you started out on and spread it into the neighborhoods. Go street by street, block by block, get everybody together, get to realize that your neighbors care they care about their neighborhood the same way and work towards solving crime. We have citizens on patrol programs. I, I know they have one up there. Uh, there's even a program called Good Guy Loitering if you don't want to be a part of the Citizens on Patrol program. And the biggest tool out there is in, it's technology. And Nextdoor.com is the best tool that, that you can get. It allows people, to, like-minded people to communicate, to set up groups, to talk about what they can do to make the neighborhood safer, to problem solve, get rid of the problems, push the criminals out. All right, good. And in case you're just tuning in this morning, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. For more information on the show, you can always like us on our Facebook page. Visit Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Head there now, like us there now, and join the conversation there this morning. This morning, we're talking to Sergeant Eric France. He's with the Cincinnati Police Department. We're also speaking to Carol Smith. She is with the Roselawn Community Council. She's the president there. Now, you guys are here this morning to talk about National Night Out. It's coming up this Tuesday, August 7th. Explain to us what National Night Out is. It's in its 35th year now. It's nationwide. Every state in the union has it. Uh, millions of people participate. Tens of thousands of police departments. You can go on their, their National Town Hall website and look at, look up the statistics there. But in Cincinnati, we have six tremendous events. Um, There's some that are... They're just simple little block parties, and, and an example of that would be the ones in Mount Adams and down in Grant Park. They're having a, a little block party in Grant Park, which is at 65 East McMicken, a cornerstone of drug and debauchery two or three years ago. They've taken that block back, the neighborhood block group. We talked about neighborhood watches before. They're the ones putting it on there, um, and, and that particular event, they'll be there from 5 to 8 that on, on this Tuesday. Um, We've got some amazing events. There's one that's been going on for years up in College Hill. There's another one that's going on. Uh, District 2's is in Owls Nest Park. And then you've got what I think is a crowning jewel this year up in Roselawn. And, and, and Ms. Smith's here to talk about that. But they've got – they've taken over the entire park. They've got the Reds involved. They have Community Action Agency, uh, CRC. And it starts at 5 and then it ends with fireworks. I think 9 o'clock is what time? Correct. What, what's going on with the fireworks? Red to for furnishing the fireworks. So we're going to uh, close it out with a big bang. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So before we close it out, let's talk more about the event. So, um, um, Carol, your event is at Roseline, of course. So in Roseline, where are you exactly? You, you're holding your event. We're, we're on Seymour uh, Avenue at Roseline Park, uh, right? Um, the I guess you would say the next tra- two traffic lights from Reading Road on Seymour. Uh, right before you get to the Cincinnati, old Cincinnati Gardens, which is now 
been demolished, but the park uh, is a is a frequently visited park. Uh, has a lot of good options, and the Reds, since they've been there, have really um, brought a lot of life to the uh, park because they uh, have the baseball there, the, the Youth there. Academy. Yeah, yes. the Youth Academy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So should you, if you live in Roseline, you should come out to Roseline, or if you live in Mount it's, Adams, go to the one in Mount Adams, or what are you guys looking for? Well, District 4, this is their first year doing a consolidated national night out because they had been doing it individually with the neighborhoods that are in their district. They have 10 neighborhoods in their district. And uh, Roseline is one, Bond Hill, Avondale, um, Mount Auburn, Carthage. That's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) But we're all consolidating together and working together to make this event become a big success. Those communities uh, that are involved, and we not only have... Uh, the communities involve the actual councils, but we also have uh, different businesses in the neighborhoods, such as Mercy Health, Buckeye Health, Uptown Consortium, all contributing and sponsoring to the event. So it makes it uh, a real big event. Community Action will be there, Head Start will be there, and the Cincinnati Police will have their SWAT vehicle and the K-9 Corps and we're expecting the fire department to be there at Mercy Health, and Buckeye will be doing health screening and providing health information. There will be drug-related inf- awareness information disseminated by the police. So it's going to be a lot of things. Not only that, we're giving away book bags. we got free food, free entertainment. we got games, rides. Um, so you got a lot going on. Yes. All right. So, we, again, we can we can join you this coming Tuesday, August 7th at Ro- in Roseland, right? Yeah, it says from the 5 to 9. We'll fireworks go off at 9. Okay. And so what do you want for those? Why should, you know, our listeners, why should they come out to these events, National Night Out? You know, every one of these events is going to have people from the community. They're going to have yes. officers who work in the communities. You're going to be dealing, you, you'll be meeting officers, not only the neighborhood officers, but the beat officers, the captains, the investigators. They're all going to be there. Get to know the police that are in your neighborhoods. Sure, there's free food, you know, there's giveaways, <laughs> book bags, and, 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 you know, there's a dunking booth, I think, at the one over at Owl's Nest. It's to, here, one, too. <laughs> you're getting a dunking booth there, too. So just a great chance to bring your kids out, have a good time, and expose them to the fact that police are people, too, that are just trying to make your neighborhood a safer place. Okay. And that's a really good point in the climate that we're seeing right now. You know, there's a lot of negative press in terms of police officers. What do you say to parents, and how should we talk to our children um, about what they're seeing in the news about um, police officers and things like that and building this community police relationship. I know this is a very important part of that, but as parents, what should we be saying to our children? That what you see on TV is often filtered, just like what you see on social media is filtered. It's the police department. We have people that that filter our side of the story too. You know, just teach your children to respect everybody, to respect their neighbors and law enforcement. And that's the same thing. That's the basic premise of policing is we're teaching all of our new recruits and, and, all the officers that are on the street now understand we, you treat people fair, you're going to get the outcome you want. And that's probably what – well, that's how I raise my children. I'm, I'm pretty sure that everybody in this room raised their children that way. Uh-huh. He's right. <laughs> I mean respect is key. The old golden rule, treat the next person like you want to be treated. That's a thing because if you don't want it to happen to you or your family, you shouldn't do it to someone else. 
All right. It's National Night Out. It's coming up August 7th, which is this Tuesday. If our listeners would like to find out more, because you guys have a lot going on in Roseline. You guys, you have a good time playing for everyone. And the Reds will cap it off with the fireworks, like you said. If our listeners would like more information, if they would like to come out and support you guys in Roseline, how can they find out more information? Uh, go to the next door, like uh, Officer Fritz has said, because we are we put all the information out. Next door, next door dot com, or the Cincinnati Police Department's Facebook page or Twitter page. It's all there. We've got all the events citywide, and this is like I said, this is nationwide. So you can be in Kentucky. I know Newport and Covington, and all those agencies down there are doing the exact same thing. We are. All right, we're out of time this morning. If you missed anything, all you have to do is go to our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook, and we'll have all the information there as well. Thank you, Sergeant. Thank you, Ms. Um, Smith. Thank you so much for taking time to talk to us. Thank you. Thank you, sir. We've been speaking to Sergeant Eric France with the Cincinnati Police Department, also speaking to Carol Smith, president of the Roseline Community Council. For more information on the show, you can like us on our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Head there now and like us there now. Well, that's it for this edition of the show. I'm Rodney Lear. Until next week, be encouraged.